Introducing the Corner Booth, a football podcast covering the latest trends and news in college football and the NFL. Here are your hosts, Jared and Mark. Welcome into the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your awesome host, Mr. Jared Klim. Great show today. We have talking the most unexplainable Final Four I've ever seen in my life, besides maybe the Kemba years. Uh, we've got baseball finally starting. Thank God I missed it. And we have a new segment today, folks, and the return of... What, what do we call the segment again? I'm losing <laughs> It's been so long, but stay or bail. Stay or bail, which I ironically, I came up with that idea, and we kind of perfected the name, and then I completely forgot the name. So that just sums up how it's been. And by the way, folks, we are back to twice a week. I am sorry. Both were my fault. We're back. Two episodes a week. By the way, check out our Instagram, Corner Booth Pod. Let's get rolling. Mark, what's up first? What's up first is it is – just because it's April, and there was a lot of April Fool's jokes out there today. I don't know if you saw Tom Brady decided to get in on it, but we're gonna we'll get, we can talk about Tom Brady and stupid April Fool's jokes. But it's still March, and it's still such March Madness. It's not even funny. What? He's such a dad, like yeah. Tom Brady. He acts like the the goofy white like suburban dad. It is funny. Like I I mean I think it's hilarious. Like he look, if you guys didn't see Tom Brady got a Twitter today and tweeted out. That he was retiring, which is just like King State Kings, because you know the whole, a lot of the people in the world freaked out. I mean, even uh, a West Virginia like uh, account tweeted out something that Bob Huggins was ret- retiring. Like, if you believe anything you see on the, the Twitter world, when on April first, like that's just your own fault. Well, but, the thing is, like I, I, I of course was not really in the best mood today, but you know there there's other reasons. We'll talk about that going down the rundown. But yeah, so. It was just a wild weekend in sports, and I honestly think, like, the, first of all, the Tom Brady thing, I mean, the dude's like the ultimate dad. I think it's kind of funny that people took this seriously. It just shows the state of our country going with the whole, like, Twitter and believing everything you read. So, honestly, I'm just – I'm laughing at it. I, I got to give Tom credit, though, because he probably scared the living daylights out of every Patriots fan for a second because, mm. like – you know, they already just lost Gronk. Are they going to lose Brady, too? And so the whole empire comes crashing down in, like, a three-week stretch. But I did see a funny one by NFL memes, and I was in Kaepernick's sound with the Dolphins. I was crying. I'm like, oh, it's too good. I mean, listen, that could have been possible, like, two years ago. Or banana the Dolphins, but you know what I mean. But, like, you know, that time's passed. We're not going to talk yeah. Kaepernick. I really don't want to. So, yeah, what's up next? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah march madness and a lot of things have happened it was been pretty pretty chalk overall except for now this past weekend you had what uh three one seeds go down i mean so, almighty uh, yeah three Zion one seeds and, go down from from friday to sunday and then uh, from thursday to sunday and then on top of that you had a bunch of uh two a couple two seeds go down it was just a, a crazy weekend yeah, and like how they went down. Like, I mean, the Tennessee game was wild. This uh, Virginia game against Purdue was insane. I mean, you had a you would have thought there was Purdue's up three with like five seconds left. They foul. Like, 
the tip, the missed foul shot. They get it past half court. Next thing you know, it's up in the hands of that. I can't even name what his name is so off the wall. He has that blonde hair and he just throws it in, ties the game over time. Virginia wins. Like it was it, as much as it was kind of like a boring tournament to start. I mean, like I said, almighty Zion and the Duke went down yesterday. Um, Michigan state is finally what he was. Oh, he was only one for 11 against coach K. So now he's two for 12. Good for him. Um, yeah. Virginia going from the team that almost lost again to a 16 seed to has a really good chance of um, winning the whole thing. Texas Tech, everyone had, like kind of was feeling like they were going to be a team to make a run. They end up doing it. They look like one of the better teams. And then you got Auburn, a five seed, who just chucks up threes and lives and dies by it, loses the one, their, like their best player, and they still end up beating a, a Kentucky team that you thought had it figured out. So, I mean – Let's dive into it because I think March Madness is, is it's just it's why it's so great. It's just why it's well, I mean, do you wanna wait to dive into it until we go to stay or bail, or do you wanna keep going on the rundown? That's your let's call. talk let's 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 dive into like uh, a couple of the teams that are out. So that first we, of all we can't even bail on because they bail. We gotta on talk us. about our tar heels. Oh my god. They just first of all, Nazir Little declared for the draft today and um F you go for it, have fun not really being relevant in the league. Because your game is so underdeveloped. You're almost as bad as R.J. Barrett. Whatever. I, I'm done. At least Kobe White hasn't declared yet. If he declares, I'm going to be like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, be, I'll be interested to see if he does. I, I Honestly, I look at it from the standpoint that people – everyone's like, oh, you got to get these guys paid and – Zion and Nazir Little didn't really come from, like, Darren McFadden or Jamarcus Russell or Jalen Rose, J- Jawana, like, all these, like, impoverished backgrounds. These guys did not really – like, I'm, I'm not really, like, it's not my place to talk about it, but it's not like these dudes are, like, you know, the parents are living on welfare checks. Like, I think – did Nazir Little – he's a prep school product, if I'm not mistaken – I don't know enough about I don't even know. I know Zion's public high school, but, like, I know Nazir Little, I think, is, like, not, like, a private school, whatever, but still. It, to me, like, this whole get these guys paid, I'm like, your game is not developed. Zion and John Moran are the only ones who I know should go. R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, all these guys are idiots for leaving. And um, and Nazir Little, whatever, go goodbye. Honestly, I'm done. Like... But let's talk North Carolina quick for a second. They look scared from the get-go. They, they they literally got down and they just folded on themselves. They had multiple chances down nine to come back within like five or six points and chucked up terrible three-point shots. Horrible. And there were guys open in the paint. It wasn't even like they were there was the only option. So North Carolina panicked. That's why they lost. And Auburn, they were like, oh, my God, what are we doing? They're shooting threes. So, and also, Auburn was just hitting everything. So one of those shots was with, like, Kobe White in the defender's face. It banks off the backboard, and I'm like, oh, God, it's over. I, I, I couldn't believe some of the shots these guys were hitting. So in actuality, North Carolina was done the second that second half started because Auburn just started hitting shots. It's like you look at – you see in, like, NBA Street Volume 2. Like, they weren't even fair. So – that's my opinion on that one. It just got away from them. I mean, it was like I said, Auburn's a team. If 
they're hitting or they're anything like it's just a tough it's they're tough for any team even without their best player just like I said teams that are running and quick and athletic I mean that little dude Harper can beat anybody it's he he's so quick and he can finish at the basket so um but yeah well I mean we'll move on to then we gotta obviously talk about Duke they you could easily say they didn't even belong in that elite eight game I mean, they had oh multiple God. chances to not make it. I am just – I could go on for hours and hours and hours about how this is stupid and, you know, Duke got lucky and I I, I can't. I, I really can't. I'm just – you know what? I'm just – thank God for Tom Izzo and the boys over in Spartyland making my dreams come true. <laughs> Because, God, if Duke won the national title this year, I would lose all faith in college sports. Because I'm, so- yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here, I'm going to go on a rant quick about Duke. Mm-hmm. They are so lucky. They were one of the luckiest he's ever seen. And Zion Williamson deserves a dinner from all of his teammates. Because that man single-handedly made them relevant. Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett are not ready. They're barely ready to play college ball. Because they literally hung on to Zion's coattails the entire season. Trey Jones is an uglier and horrible, more horrible version of his brother. And the problem is, but Coach K kind of led. It's like, oh, let the freshmen run. They're fine. And I'm like, and we saw it when they when they lost Zion the first, when they lost Zion against North Carolina. And North Carolina would put a, open a can of whoop-ass on him. The Santorios team that got their ass kicked by, um, by Auburn. So... Duke is honestly my biggest fraud award because you saw what happened in the tournament. You saw what happens when Zion has to do the entire thing himself. He is going to be a top five NBA player within the next five years. But here's the issue. His teammates were not ready to play yesterday. And it showed. And and old Tommy Izzo was ready to rock and roll. And when the game mattered most, RJ Barrett bricked a free throw. And then when he had to miss it, made it. That just sums up Duke in the best way possible. I watched the end of that game, and I was just so happy. I'm like, my Tar Heels may have lost like little bitches, but Duke went down horribly painful. Well, uh, and I was listening to another podcast today, and uh, Mark Titus was on there, and he said it's very strange that Coach K can be this great coach, but this team was a better team in the beginning of the year compared to the end. Like, usually young kids like that, like, they improve. They improve. But like, I mean, you had these guys that were just well, Zion insane. The rest of the team receded. Yeah, like you had guys making insane passes. I mean, Trey Jones went from like this great like leader of the team to like not even that much of a difference maker on the court. RJ Barrett just would just chuck up shots like it was like, but there was no like, there's no like steals. There was no it pressure was like, on defense. Like they went from this team that looked like they were unstoppable. I understand that you're playing some different, like not the greatest competition being a season, but just how they played together, how much fun they had. Um, but yeah, I mean, cash is Winston, man. I am. He might be one of my favorite college basketball players. That dude is just fun to watch. He's the point guard, correct? Yes. For Michigan I State. honestly, if we Minnesota, like this is a little fan bias here. I, we need a point guard this year. If we don't get, if we don't get a number one pick and get Zion, I want a point guard and Winston. Like I would be so happy to see him in Timberwolves Navy. In June, him ch- chucking dishes out to Wiggins, Covington, and Towns—that actually might be a decent team. So, 
I loved – I'm rooting for Michigan State now. I, I will openly say Michigan State, Texas Tech, whoever wins that game, I'm rooting for them because this is going to be – well, one, I hate Virginia, and two, I, I'm, I hate Auburn, so boom. But I um, I, I kind of uh, – I'm really excited about, like, this Final Four. It's going to be fun to watch because nobody knows what the hell is going to happen. I'm going to be nursing the fact that my tattoo is going to be literally, like – falling apart like my arm's gonna be like numb for about two days straight so i'm nothing to do but watch college basketball so it's gonna be fun but uh yeah so duke lost and god is good the one thing i will say is that i was rooting for duke and i wanted them to beat ucf i think i wanted them to beat um virginia texas because i wanted to see them against i wanted to see them against michigan state pretty much um so we got to see that game and it was a great game but it is weird because like you do feel I don't I don't feel bad too bad for like Zion and RJ Barrett and Trey Jones and them because like they're gonna make their money they're gonna be fine but like there was true emotion those kids like actually enjoyed their time like they had fun playing for Duke basketball and they busted their ass like they didn't just go with it and like were like wanted to be there and get out of there and you could see the true emotions I mean RJ Barrett had an interview afterward and he's like man it's just I'm going to miss it. It's so much fun. Like, we literally had so much fun together. Trey Jones, I think he knew it was over just because, uh, because I mean, he's the one that has the least likeliness of getting drafted too early if he even leaves. So, I mean, it's tough for, to see those things happen. I mean, you had Gonzaga go down and uh, that <laughs> Rui Ramachura dude, I can't even pronounce his name, uh, he, he knows it's over and he's been there for a while. You do, It is nice to see these kids that are actually – appreciate playing in college even if they're leaving after one or two years and this is why i love college sports in college sports there is just some kind of passion these guys haven't like like they love it for the game this is why i love zion and you know what i, I hated he went to duke but i could never really root against zion i was just kind of like hoping he didn't blow my targets out of the water and it's because he loves the game. I love that these guys love it. And basketball is my third favorite sport. But I still love the game, watching basketball. I still love playing it. And to me, seeing these guys who are six years younger than me, holy crap, one, I feel old. And two, I I love seeing the fact that they still give a shit. And it's not all about getting to the pros. It's, it's so rare to see. Because there are some guys you see in college who are just like there just to play quick and get out. And I love seeing these guys really love the game, and it means they're going to be good players. The problem is some of these guys need to stay a little longer, but they got too many agents in their face. I'm actually kind of curious because all of these guys could have all of these guys could have stayed another year. All of these guys, well, I mean, because Zion, all these guys could have declared by today. Nazir Little did. We already talked about that. I'm very curious. Does R.J. Barrett stay? And so does Cam Reddish. Because both these guys have to develop their games a ton. I know Trey Trey, uh, Trey Jones should definitely stay. The guy has no talent whatsoever. But, he has talent, but he's just not ready. He's, he's not ready at all. He's going to be a, a second-round pick, maybe. He's like the big man who left North Carolina, Tony Bradley, like last year. He's yeah. not even going to play the G League. He's going to be kicked out of that crap too fast. I mean, I think he's going to be all right, but... I don't know about all that. I mean, he still has the name. Like, it's in the Jones. His brother's in the NBA. His he did have – he's pretty good. Back, he just... a third string for a, a last-place team. That really shows a lot. Um, He sits behind Derrick Rose and Jeff Teague. So, fair – I mean, fair enough. He is – but still. 
Um, I just, uh, you know, I, I honestly, I want to see that because I could see a lot of these guys staying. I mean, Zion and John Moran are clearly in Nazir Little are going like Nazir Little has the potential to be a great player. And ironically, he's projected to possibly go to Minnesota, which would be hilarious because he would play the two and Wiggins the three. And that'd be a very long backcourt. I would love to see it. But um, I mean, whatever wings. But um, I don't know. I just I think a lot of these guys just aren't ready. Their games are not complete enough. So like even Kobe White, I really hope he doesn't go. He plays too fast. And not even like Westbrook plays too fast. Like. He throws up the dumbest shots sometimes, and it makes me want to rip my hair out. Like, yeah. he reminds me of Joel Berry as a freshman. Yeah. But with more speed and athleticism. I just think it's funny, though, because, like, I even said at – well, I said at first, I saw some person tweet out that Zion and all the guys were coming back. Obviously, he didn't – it wasn't, like, a valid thing. But I would think it would be so funny – if they did actually, all three of them came back just because, and, and that's not even true, including Trey Jones. We, we're, we're not even talking about Cam Reddish, who's definitely probably going to leave too. Um, but how funny would that be if they were like, you know what, screw it, we're coming back and we're going to, like, if they came back, I would be like, they're going to win. Like, what do you do as a recruit if they all four of those guys came back and you're supposed to go to Duke? I, I mean, if I was like, if I, I'm not saying fan by there, but I'd be like, all right, uh, is Kentucky and North Carolina open? Like, because if I'm a recruit who wants to play, I'm not going to Duke if they all come back. Because look how I'm saying. So like that could really mess up recruiting. But I, I really doubt. I know Zion's gone. If Zion stays, Zion's the one that I know. He knows. Like I know he's supposed to go. But also, he loves college basketball, I feel like, so much. that. But then it's also like, dude, $100 million is in your hands. I just, you know, like, his his love of basketball is one of the reasons I root for the kid. Also, he's got a cannon arm for throwing a football. But yeah, you ever seen that viral video? It's insane. But, yeah, no, Duke is just uh, – it's a funny story. And – uh there were there was this poll it's like who's got more left in the tank uh was it Belichick or uh Coach K and I'm like definitely Coach K but Be- I mean Belichick could go forever because you know he's made a deal with the guy downstairs but I mean <laughs> I don't know I just you know what it's so funny with the the Blue Devils season I just think that we were only off to talk about Gonzaga because I feel like Gonzaga just was like they were so overhyped because last two years ago they were good and Mark Few is just a good recruiter of West Coast players so I don't know. But, all right, I mean I guess we've we've talked enough about the teams that don't really yeah. matter anymore. You know they lost and now I think we're about to go into the segment. We're gonna go back into it because now we all remember what it's called and that is stay or bail. And basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna stay or bail on the Final Four teams. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want – I mean, I'm going to – yeah, let's just stay or bail. You start off, we'll go with uh, Michigan State. You stay in or bailing? First of all, it's my segment, so I lead this, but okay. Um, Michigan State, I am staying hard on this. Um, they are my pick to win the damn thing. I am – the whole damn thing. I am very excited to watch these guys play. They're vets. They are – Big time 
I just I love all of it. I just typed out a, a guy was hitting uh was trying to respond to me on Instagram or something like that. I typed out something horrible because my autocorrect is terrible. But um, I just love Michigan State. I love the veteran leadership. I love the fact they can play fundamental basketball and they literally took the quote unquote best team in the nation the distance and finished them off. Teams that can close win in April. And that is a fact. Two years ago, it was North Carolina. Last year, it was Villanova. Teams that can close with veteran leadership win the title. It happens a lot. This is my team that wins it. I just don't think they have enough athleticism to beat teams like Virginia. But they also can take on teams like, they can also slow down teams like Auburn, who literally live and die by the three in the fast break. Which I'm worried about Auburn, because the second that shot goes cold, they're in trouble. Yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, um, Michigan State, I'm staying, definitely staying. There's no reason to leave. They have a lot of experience. They have a good coach who I did not realize was in the May Final Fours as he's in, which is insane. Um, you got Cash Winston. You got the big guys in Goins and Mitchell. Um, that young freshman, I don't remember his name. He's the one that got chewed out by Izzo. I think. I mean, they're definitely like they definitely should be the favorites, other than maybe like Virginia, just based off of the receding. But I'm gonna stay with Michigan State. Just I love I'm how the right lowest ranked one seed is the only one left. <laughs> well, not technically Gonzaga. Oh, Gonzaga was yeah, but like I just the the one seed I thought was gonna lose the only one standing. It's hilarious to me. Um, so next up, Texas Tech. Mark, you staying or holding? I feel like I'm not allowed to stay if, if I just I mean, said Michigan State. That's the problem. I, mean, I wish they were on opposite sides. I know. I wish they were playing Virginia because Texas Tech versus Virginia would be, yes, the most boring game of all time because they both teams just play defense. But I feel like it would be like an entertaining finish because like both teams would be getting steals and fast breaks and stuff like that. But And Virginia doesn't have one of the best teams and the best players in the country. But, I mean, we're, we digress. Texas Tech, great defensive team. I'm excited. I buy. I, I I mean, I'll let you go, but I have an interesting answer for this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is a lot harder of a segment for these these teams than I thought it was gonna be. Um, I'm gonna have to fail on Texas Tech simply because if I pick them to stay, I mean, I think Texas Tech is really good. I think that I honestly think that the best two teams are on the same side. Um. I think Jared Colbert is really good. I mean, you have Owens, the big dude, has just been a force down low. This team's playing well. I don't think they're the deepest team. You have that Moretti dude, the little Italian dude. He's been shooting well. I think whoever wins this game is going to win the whole thing. Way to, take my, to, way to take my take. <laughs> you let me go first. That was your own fault. Uh, and, but, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to bail on Texas Tech. Unless they beat Michigan State, then I'm, I'm gonna, then I'll, I'll be back on the train. <laughs> well, since my co-host has jacked my take, all right. Well, I was gonna say I am selling if they, lo- I'm selling the loser of this matchup, no but words. I am buying and and staying and doubling down, and whoever wins this matchup is going to win the national title because simply put, Texas Tech can run, can play defense with Virginia. Texas Tech can play for defense on Auburn. So, and 
Michigan State matches up well against Virginia, and they also match up well against Auburn. Ergo, we have the same point here. Yeah, I mean, we're just two great minds think alike, you know? I don't know. We're the two smartest guys at our company. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? <laughs> I hope somebody hears that and they're going to love that. <laughs> oh, I'll say in the group chat. I don't care. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah, figure it out by now. I have balls of steel in that chat. I don't give a crap what comes out of my mouth. It's very true. So, yeah, I'm I'm out, I guess, on Texas Tech. We're both out on them for now unless they, they win. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to word it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plead the fifth and stick to my answer I said before. Um, So... Uh, Stair Bale, Virginia, aka the most boring fucking team on the planet. I'm gonna have even to. Their bail. wins are all crazy. I'm gonna have to bail, even though I think that the story of them winning it all after losing the 16 seeds is pretty phenomenal. Um, I just think that they're gonna run into a team, even if they don't have that Chuma, Awuzier, or whatever. The uh, player from Auburn is even if Auburn doesn't have him, they literally lost to a team. Virginia did. At, they lost the UMBC last year, 16 seed, who just ran. What and does UMBC up stand for again? The, the fact that I don't know is exactly why you. Well, I mean, because there's a girl at my gym who goes there, so I'm trying to figure out what the actual what that college is now. I could look it up real quick, but yeah, I mean, they lost. Talking. Yeah, so they lost to a team. And that just ran and chucked up threes and made them. If Auburn's hot from three, they will beat Virginia simply because Virginia does. They want to be at a slow pace and they want to control the ball on both sides, offense and defense. And they can't do that if if Auburn's just chucking up threes and making them. I don't think they have the guards that can keep up with uh, um, Harper and Bryce Brown. I think they're going to be fine. And I mean. Auburn still has some good size, so I'm going to go with Auburn. I'm staying with them. All right. By the way, uh, it's University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Interesting. I did. I feel like I should have known that. At least the Baltimore part. Yeah, but I am. I am also. I was thinking about uh, staying on Virginia. I. You know, I'm. Just, I'm so confused now because I love your take about Auburn, but. I just think North Carolina folded. Auburn didn't win that game. North Carolina lost it. I'm staying. I'm staying on Virginia. I just have this weird feeling. Tony Bennett is gonna is gonna be the is gonna epitomize his his almost could have been career as a head coach in the NCAA by making it to the championship and losing to whatever team wins that other side of the bracket. I think that Auburn is gonna come out with all the momentum Auburn had. They now have a week off. I don't know how many times you can rebound that momentum because they had to do it last week and they had a week off. Now it's like, all right, now we got to travel. All these guys are like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're here. And usually the underdog team rarely ever makes it to the national title in college unless they're apparently from UConn. But remember, remember George Mason. Mason's okay. Final Four lost the opening game. So, I mean, it's just – it's kind of like – I just don't see them actually taking this one. I have Virginia winning, but they're going to get smoked by whoever they play in the title. 
I mean, I don't, it's tough for Virginia to get smoked in general. That's why it's hard to have bail on them. But, yeah, I'm going to bail on them, and then I guess we'll dive into why I'm obviously staying with Auburn. All right, yeah, I mean, we kind of start with – I guess I'll start with the Auburn. Um, they got – I don't know. You watched the game, I'm, I'm guessing, right? Yes. Okay, good. Before, did you realize how many lucky-ass three-point shots? They were just heaving bombs at the end of that game. They were literally – I, I, I go to um our one of our the podcasts a host we listen to all the time Cowherd just going for haymakers quoting them haymakers just chucking bombs and trying to like just bury North Carolina and they were they were hitting everything they were firing up heat checks and they were hitting everything so but here's the beautiful thing about I I made this point today actually to a guy at the gym ironically and I said listen the reason I don't trust Auburn in the Final Four is because unfortunately professionals when they shoot threes there's seven other guys on the fucking team who can hit a three-pointer in college it's usually four or five guys and they're all streaky shooters there's not a lot of steph curry's in college right now so i'm 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 saying this i think auburn's gonna hit a dry spell when they walk in to uh minneapolis whatever the hell you pronounce it i don't know um Minneapolis, whatever. I can never pronounce that. City. Minneapolis. Minneapolis, close enough. Mm. And good stuff. And I literally, I just think that Virginia's got it because they're just they just play more fundamental style of game, and in this instance, it actually is going to help them against a team who cannot play fundamental. They play live and die by the three. Yes, they had good defense against the North Carolina team who got psyched out by the the immense barrage of threes that they got hit with. Yeah, so basically I'm picking Auburn to stay simply because of all the opposite reasons, like we just said, just because I think that is going to be the kryptonite and Virginia's going to run into the same problem that UNC's ran into just because they're just well-coached teams that have players that aren't very, I guess, used to being down like they were, and they got down, and they North Carolina got down and struggled. Auburn just has a mojo going. They got the team of destiny kind of thing working with the player getting hurt, and I just think Virginia's Virginia's kind of I mean they've kind of handily won their games except for obviously last one against Purdue they they got lucky I don't think they should be in this game right now um, so yeah I'm just gonna stay with Auburn which would make uh, Auburn and Michigan State my championship and I would probably end up saying if those are the two teams that Michigan State's gonna win but like I said that's what the Final Four is for that's why we play it out and it should be freaking awesome. I am well of course mine that would be Virginia Michigan State and I got Sparty with the first title since Jason Richardson was a Spartan. So yeah, that's what I got. All right. We actually have a couple of football and some football news if you want to go into that. Yeah, dive into it. Well we've been like dormant on the football news for a little bit. Uh first of all, Josh Howard on Thursday was acquired by our Eagles. And that's right. I forgot how long it's been. Oh my God! Yeah, no, we haven't we've talked done this in a week, and uh, I have an interesting opinion on Jordan Howard. So, you know, I like running backs in a system that can literally two steps and just blast past a secondary. I am not sure, but I mean, every highlight video I watch, Howard, yeah, he's a monster. He runs through dudes and he eats yards up. But he, I mean, we have Deshaun Jackson, which kind of helps us out in that category because he takes the whole top off the defense. But I don't know. I, I, I want to see what he can do. I, I really hope he's more explosive than he looks in that. I mean, then against the Bears and their offensive line's okay. 
with the Philly, he might run for like 3,000 yards with how much better the offensive line is than Chicago's. Chicago's just got awful. It showed during that playoff game. But I'm just nervous because, yeah, he's a good catcher out of the backfield, and we also have Clement still, and we have Josh Adams and Wendell Smallwood, and Darren Spall is one of the guys going to get cut. And apparently Philly might still get a back in the third or fourth round. Travis Homer, fingers crossed. Um, So, I don't know. I mean, I like the trade, and I saw it, and I literally put in the chat, I'm like, Mark, don't say it, because, Mark, you've been calling this for, like, a month. Hmm. I, um... I just, you know, I like the move. Uh, it's good. I give it a B. I give it an A minus. I just, there's a little bit of me that's like, uh, I'm, I'm hesitant. Running backs, I'm weird about running backs. You've known this forever. I like running backs who can just literally blast past the safety and just outrun everyone. So pay, Philip Lindsay, that's my boy because he's just fast as all hell. But I mean, I don't know. What do you got? I mean. I know we're not even really doing Sarah Bale, but and you you can't really say you would even bail because an A minus is still pretty good score. I'm, I'm I know. It, but I'm very cautiously like my fingers on the trigger to release. See, but the problem is they didn't give away shit. They gave away That's a sixth true. round pick in 2020, shit. and then it turns into a fifth round based off of I'm sure playing time or something like I, that. I, I'm really wondering if how 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 he pulls these things off. I, I don't, don't know what I don't know what like why they must have really Bears really must have not wanted him on the roster well, but I, I feel like also jordan howard was not a good guy in the locker room after tyree Ty- cohen started taking off i mean I can, I, that's the only thing i could think of uh because he because, just got there and oh look there's this little there's this little five foot eight midget who's running through people and i'm not getting any playing time but now. the thing with me and why i think jordan howard should work fine is because when this philly or when the eagles won the super bowl they did not have a barn burner of a back. J.J. is not the fastest guy in the league. He's a bruiser. And then we had LeGarrette Blunt. Like, we've never – again, we have – Very have true. Catch the ball. We have yeah. Scrolls that wasn't even playing. He's hurt. I mean, he does fit no what question. they want. So I'm what? sorry. I get your point now, though. The power back makes sense. But I didn't mean to cut you off. But I have a question for you. Is he going to be the first Philly running back since LeSean McCoy to run for 1,000 yards? I mean, he's what? He was his first two years he had a thousand and then this past year it was like nine hundred. Yeah, with three so, Cohen I mean, getting most of the carries, which should just tell you everything right there. He's, so, a, he's I mean, a yards eater. He's a yards eater. He's a better Sean Alexander. He just eats up yards. Oh, whoa! You cannot call Jordan Howard a better Sean Alexander. He's the same type of back, but he yeah, Sean Alexander is a Hall of Famer. I, nah, he's not. Sean Alexander, I'm pretty sure, is in the Hall of Fame. I want to Google this because I don't think he is. Dude, Sean Alexander was a beast. Sean Alexander had like four good years, then fell off the map. Something I recently saw him in the news for something. Probably no, it depends. It's not he's he's not he's not in the Hall of Fame, but um, he also was a touchdown machine, which I will give him credit for. I I, I maybe I did a, jump a little bit on this one, but. I he's a very he's a Sean and Alexander type, but he's a little more explosive. I don't know. I remember Sean Alexander; he was a beast, and Jordan Howard's got some time to get to Sean Alexander uh, levels. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's a great pick. I'll, I'll get. I mean, if we're gonna rent, we'll start grading as well. I'm gonna give it a plus because the Eagles really didn't lose much, unless yeah. the Bears end up finding a absolute stud. Somehow, if the Bears get time. like some like like unbelievable talent in the sixth round next year. Yeah, I just don't know what 
they I only thing I can think of is it was like a naggy Peterson helping each other out. So we'll send them something eventually, maybe because there's no reason like there. Jordan Howard's obviously worth more than a Jordan Howard is still probably a top 20 back in this league. Easily. He may be top 15, but like. I'm just – I honestly might put him at 15. I I'm, I still would rather have him than Tariq Cohen only because Cohen's so tiny. But the thing is – and also, Howard really doesn't get it, – it's been three years, but Howard really doesn't get hurt. Oh, you done done it. Knock on freaking wood. Um, The, the one thing is, though, I just thought about it. It is his fourth year, so this is his contract year, I'm thinking, right? It is. That's why we – that's – Probably, well, I guess nobody really wanted to get him because of that contract year, but that's the only thing I can think of. That's they probably give out too much still. Six-round pick, and I, I really hope I didn't just fuck us there. But uh, <laughs> All right, so yeah, what other football Travis Holmberg gets drafted by the Eagles. Jordan Howard goes down, runs for 1,000 yards, and the Eagles win the Super Bowl. And I'm calling it right now. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so what's up? What, what other – and then, uh, oh, there was a trade also between the Chiefs and Browns, like five oh, seconds. Oh, that just, yeah, it was the Ogba. Ogba. And um, some other guy named Eric, not um, Barry, <laughs> was uh, was traded as well. So that just happened. Eric Murray. Ogba Eric... traded to the Chiefs for safety, Eric Murray. Huh. Interesting. I mean, I don't even know. I know Ogba was... The young, good talent, but that is pretty wild. I'm looking at some tweets about, like, the inherited players traded by John Dorsey. Like, all these guys that have been traded because of John Dorsey. That's crazy. Apparently, uh, the, apparently there's another one, possibly. Um, the Eagles may go, be going after uh, Duke Johnson now to replace Darren Sproles. So. No, Sproles. Well, because he still hasn't said he's coming back yet, so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Duke Johnson would probably, I mean, because we do, because Jordan Howard isn't the biggest catching back. I mean, we have Clement, but Clement really can't blow the door. Clement just eats up yards when he catches the ball out of the backfield. He's quick. He's quick, he's Not... quick but his, his running style is more, I'm going to catch the ball out of the backfield and bulldoze through se- secondary members, which is great because New England really had a problem covering him, but. I just uh, – it's good to have a little shifty one, too. And Johnson Johnson's a rocket, and also he's a cane, so I got to throw up love for that as well. Yeah, that's true. All-time Miami Hurricanes leading rusher. Um, or I think, yeah, I think he's the all-time leading rusher. Um, but, yeah, no, so that's that just happened. Also, um, Odell Beckham finally introduced as the new newest member of the Cleveland Browns, so that happened today as well. It's just crazy. Like, there's talks of like the best, like best offensive, like weapons on a single team, and you, it's like, holy shit, dude, this Browns team is gonna be interesting. And the, it, it would be such a Browns thing though for them to actually end up sucking, like with having oh all that God. talent. And then I really suck. hope that doesn't, because I love Baker Mayfield, and I really, I'm rooting for Odell Beckham now. He's not in the Giants uniform anymore. And who was it? Somebody tweeted out the other day. They were talking about with the second Jordan Howard became an Eagle. They tweeted out the Eagles starting offense, and I am salivating quarterback Wentz running back Jordan Howard tight end Zach Ertz receivers Jeffrey Jackson and Aguilar oh my god that's my that would be like my dream team in Madden because actually I love backs like Jordan Howard in Madden because I run the ball 
right up the middle, and I just absolutely abuse the, middle, the linebacking core and then chuck it deep. So Jeffrey and Jackson is like my dream combo receiver for Madden. But um, yeah, I I, I love that. Uh, even the Eagles, Browns, like there's going to be some, the team that's still not making sense to me. And can we talk about this for a second? What in the living fuck are the Chiefs doing right now? I don't understand what's going on on their defense. Like, do they just think you're just going to drop 70 points every night? Like, I, I, I'm really, uh, like, wondering what's going on in Andy Reid's head right now. Well, I mean, they just – I mean, I think they the, the trade they just made for Ogba was a good trade. I mean, it is, but, like – They needed somebody on the edge because, I mean, they're going to – They're going to draft people, but, like, it's just they lost so much, and I don't think they're going to replace it all in the draft. I mean, I agree. I don't – I don't question it really just because I don't I trust Andy Reid when it comes to certain things other than winning the Super Bowl. Uh <laughs> no winning but, title winning title games. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, I mean I don't know what they're really doing, but I'm sure I, I think they'll be fine. I mean I, I, think, I, I don't know. I just I feel like they're gonna take a step back this year because everyone's gonna be like, Oh, we know Mahomes. Well we for sure they're gonna take a step back. If they have the same season they have as last year, I'll be shocked just because I mean, Mahomes going to figure out a little bit. He'll probably throw see, a little more interceptions like, you know, this year. The last that division, everyone in that division got better. Denver won't be. Denver actually has a quarterback who's not half. He's half confident. He's not completely confident, but he's half confident. Also, Philip Lindsay, probably one of the most underrated, probably one of the best young backs in the league. Arguably a top ten back. And then you still have Royce Freeman. Is he's number two, which is good. And the Raiders. Let's see if uh, Cocaine Chucky got his and Mike Mayock got their team together. I mean, they may have something there. They, like, might. they just you, had dinner with Kyler Murray. You, you got me. You got me. You got me sipping the Kool-Aid on this, and I'm, I'm excited for the Raiders. And then the freaking Chargers. They didn't really didn't lose much except for Verrett. Like, they go out and draft a corner and an interior offensive lineman. They're back to full form. So... But we have to talk about this because I actually was bringing this up. We haven't talked about this all week, and I've watched a lot of Good Morning Football because, you know, that's just my addiction on my days off. Like, it's pretty much stated. Like, everybody source is talking. I have two points I want to bring up quick before we go into our uh, loser um, dummy of the week and last call. Your boy. Well, actually, no, we're going to wait on that one. I have a good one. Um, But we're going to start off with this quick. Kyler Murray, it's been, like, said that apparently, like, there's, like, multiple sources that they're going to go with Murray first overall, like Josh Rosen's on the block. I mean, it could be just smoke. There are, like, and they were talking about this on the herd, and I was very, I was intrigued. I heard Sandy, I heard LA Chargers would be a good fit. I heard New York Giants. I heard, um, there's another squad I liked. Redskins, but you probably wouldn't like that. Well, I mean, Redskins, I didn't like that. It was, it was like a Midwest team or something like that. But still, Josh Rosen, man, like, I just. I hope he does get traded. I, I mean, we, we both had him. We both had him. The guy got a bad rap going to Arizona. No offensive line. The guy, I have a faster 40 time than Josh Rosen. And I'm not even kidding. I think I actually do. So, I mean, if he stays there, he's going to have more pressure on him this year than he ever did because if Kyler Murray doesn't go there and Kyler Murray does well and they could have got him, blah, 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 go get get rid of him. Get Kyler Murray if you're the Cardinals. Give Josh Rosen a completely new start. If he sits behind somebody, great. If he, sit, if he starts from the get-go, great. But, yeah, trade him away to a team like um, 
the the Giants, the Redskins, which I don't really want them to go there because NFC East. You could even send them to like you said the Chargers, who need a backup and a guy to take Philip Rivers' spot. Um, trying to think, even the Broncos, if they wanted to think about getting a guy to replace Flacco after his ten years up, whatever he does there. But yeah, I think it's time to move on from Rosen, just because it's just not a good situation for him or the Cardinals organization if he has had so much pressure on them. I just, you know what? I think Josh Rose needs a fresh start. He's like Odell. He's like Odell Beckham. Both got put in situations they shouldn't have been put in. They need to go to new teams. I, I, I completely agree with you. But uh, yeah. So I mean, I know you were saying last call and not, but we haven't talked about. Well, how much time? What, 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 what are we looking at? We time? are rocking forty three, forty nine right now. Mm. So I want to bring up your boy, Will Greer. I have been on you've been you've been giving me credit for this. I have been on how much have I been how much hype have I been fanning at Will Greer this entire draft process? You've been you've been I love Will Greer for multiple reasons, and I'm gonna tell you folks. I love Will Greer more than Dwayne Haskins. I love him more than Kyler Murray. For three reasons. He's a fucking gamer. This guy just he's 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 got a one, he's got a bazooka on his shoulder, and two, the guy loves big games. He's not one of those, like, you know, puts up stats and then goes to the national title and then just throws up a goose egg. <coughs> Colt McCoy. Um, Colt McCoy got hurt. I, well, yeah, I know. I, I, sorry, bad example. I, I could, you know, um, Troy Smith. <coughs> oh, I, I, you know, <coughs> Matt Leiner the second time. Um, I look at what Will Greer did in the two biggest games he had to play. The dude was the MVP of those two games. The, the Texas and I can't remember the other game he played. You're a West Virginia guy, so you know. But you know the other game I'm thinking of. He had like a total of 900 yards between. And it was Joel Clatter brought this up today on the other day on the herd. And I'm like, I mean, on uh, Undisputed. And he had Will Greer run the Patriots. And I'm like, I hope the guy can go to the Patriots because I will love Will Greer. I'd love to see him go to a team like San, uh, like LA Chargers to back up Rivers. Because imagine him chucking the ball to Keenan Allen next year. Oh, not this year, but next year. Oh, my God. It'd be great. Him and uh, Mike Williams chucking deep balls. It'd be great. But. Why the other the second reason I love Will Greer why well, I brought the arm and then three the maturity like Murray's a fucking kid he's tw- what is he twenty one still he looks like he's like fresh out of high school Will Greer is married with a kid man he's he's like the whole he's he's a papa he ain't really about this whole like young life kind of craziness and I, it for those three reasons the arm strength the maturity. And just the gamer clutch mentality. As if I'm a team drafting and I'm a I'm a one of those teams that you know made the playoffs last year, but the quarterback's old. I'm like, yeah, this Greer guy, I kind of like want to throw him in as a backup. Like, holy hell, I don't want Murray or Haskins. Like, the biggest red flag I want to hate Haskins is released. It's ugly as hell. And then two, I, it, I just it, there's something about Haskins that just has me bugging. That's why I want him to go to the Giants. Um, <laughs> Kyler Murray, I just feel like it's not going to – I feel like he's going to get beat up too much in, in football and just go to baseball. I have this weird feeling like he's going to, like, have two shit seasons and then be like, hey, athletics, you still want him? Be like, hell yeah. He's playing center field with the athletics by 2022. I just – I am – I uh, I just – I both those guys have red flags. Maybe they're just in my head and I'm just paranoid. But, like, everyone's talking about Drew Locke and <laughs> the, the dude from Duke, and I'm like – the fuck? Will Greer was, like, blowing guys away last year. He was a Heisman hopeful at the beginning of the year. And West Virginia was good. 
I, I'm missing the and and Joel Klatt. I I I do respect Klatt's opinion a lot. A lot of things. I do follow him on Twitter. I, wa- I watch his segments because he actually is a very educated guy, baseball, football, and everything else. But he talked about NFL teams are high on Greer. It's just the sports writers who want to. When you see all these mock drafts and Greer's not going to the second or third round. It, it makes no sense to me because I'm like I'm I'm like oh they're basing it off purely potential, but teams don't really go off pure potential anymore because of like certain uh, busts we're not gonna uh, bring up right now. Oh, <coughs> your Marcus Russell, uh, <coughs> Terrence Hayward Bay. Oh, we're Rob Raiders. Oh, but anyway, so to me, I'm very high on your boy Will Greer. I think he could be the best quarterback in this draft, and I will stick to that take because I like Drew Locke too. He's my second favorite in this class, I guess. And then it's Kyler, and then it's uh, um, the dude from Duke, who, whose name escapes me right now. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, thank you. I knew it was something white as Damn, hell. Damn, Haskins is down there for you. I do not like Haskins. Haskins is your – Haskins to you is my Josh Allen of last year. I – but in, and unlike Josh Allen, he won't put up an okay season. He's going to throw a lot – because I don't – one, I hate his fucking release. It looks so wonky, and the ball looks like it has no zip coming out of it. Two, he ran a five-flat 40. I ran that at 245 pounds at 5'10", and I'm white. Like, shit. I'm slow as hell, and I ran a faster 40 than that in high school. So I'm – the athletic, the lack of athleticism. It's not even like – I don't even need you to, like, be athletic. Like, But his arm talent doesn't dazzle me enough to be like, oh, he's a pure pocket passer. He's just like – I'm like, I'm like, where is the zat pizzazz? Yeah. I think, I, mean, those, I, I, think I think teams draft boards are so fucking screwy. They should be thrown in reverse, except for Murray. But I mean, Haskins is not like obviously the fastest human being, but I think he's good in the pocket. His feet are quick in the pocket. I mean, you can throw also, the ball. The Big Twelve, the Big Ten sucks. So why are we even debating this? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I love uh, I love you, how much you love Greer. I hope he does well. I hope he goes to a team that I actually can root for. I want to see him in a Charger uniform. I a low key. I, yeah. I would love to see the Chargers take him with like the twenty eighth pick. That would make me so hype because I'd be like, Rivers plays one more season, rides off to the sunset with his twelve or fifteen kids, and then Will Greer steps in and just starts chucking zingers at Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and I'm like. Sold. Take my money. When the when the Eagles aren't playing, I'm rooting for the Chargers because like that'd be so much fun to watch. Philip Rivers would be so pissed. <laughs> I know, but at the same time, I feel like Rivers would be like, "Hey, listen, Cowboy, you need to have at least four more kids and throw a lot more picks, and you're definitely a Chargers <laughs> quarterback." <laughs> That might be the funniest thing I think you've ever said. Listen here, cowboy. You need to have four more kids. <laughs> Motherfucker wore a bolo tie on Thursday Night Football. He's such a redneck cowboy, and I love it. That's funny. But, yeah, no, I mean. He's one of my top five favorite NFL players not playing in Philadelphia. And I every time I've been rooting for that guy since he got drafted. Because, first of all, fuck the Mannings, man, in that whole Eli, like, uh, and that whole Eli not wanting to play for San Diego shit. Like, Rivers had a great career there, and yeah, Eli got lucky twice, but I would rather, I think I'm going to make a really not-so-hot take and a very probably logical one right now, even though I've had a few beers. Um, Rivers gets in the Hall of Fame before Eli does, and I will say it right off the bat. Um, that's a tough take. I don't really know how to, I don't know. I can't, Eli, I don't think... besides of his two titles, I've talked to multiple Giants fans, and ones are actually pretty educated. Well, some will work here, I don't know, it doesn't belly up, and... I said, 
what do you think? Of, what do you think of Eli? I'm like, besides two lucky Super Bowl runs, he's kind of been horseshit. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, yeah, he yeah he wins he'll win a division title, but then he pulls a fill. At least Rivers has been consistently playing great in the regular season. Manning has had like eight shit seasons in a row since he won a Super Bowl. And yeah, they had that one good year where Odell went off, and then they all went on the boat, and oh look, it sunk. So I don't know, but that's it for me. We gotta do our. It's time for uh, you ready for uh, bomb of the week? Yeah. All righty. So y'all know we're both Eagles fans, and on Facebook I follow the Eagles for 24/7 Sports, which is a great setup, great company, and I love that CBS kind of has that for every single team in every single league. It's a great kind of idea to get more individual coverage. My bum of the week is the admin for the Philadelphia Eagles 24-7 sports page, Mr. Jeffrey Kerr. Oh, my God. I really hope this isn't even him who did did this, but he's the editor-in-chief, so he gets thrown under the bus here because the buck stops there. Twice, so Brian, Doc, Brian Westbrook called out the Eagles, and he's not sure about Jordan Howard, and the fit with Carson Wentz. Two articles were the fucking thumbnail page was Brian Dawkins. Not Brian Westbrook. Brian Dawkins. Weapon X, the most famous Philadelphia Eagle, arguably of all time. And the, they look don't even look alike. Brian Dawkins is a very distinct look. He's a big, strapping dude. Brian Dawkins, uh, Brian Westbrook's a little tiny dude. A little tiny ball of fun. That's what he used to play when he was playing in Philadelphia. And their facial features don't even look similar at all. I think they have the same facial hair pattern, but they're fi- they don't even look similar. So, and it happened not once, but twice. It's, it's a cardinal sin as a Philadelphia Eagles fan to mistake those two. And the fact that it wasn't changed the second time, holy shit. And then they just, I think they changed the image the second time to a picture of Carson Wentz. But I was just like, for the love of Christ, man. Like, that's my bum of the week. We're going to do this every week. Some guy who just, it could be longer, but this one was just so bad. I just couldn't let it go because, I mean, any fan of football from the 2003 on knows the difference between Brian Westbrook and Brian Dawkins. So, there you go. Oh, Lordy. You look a double down on that uh, uh, last call there. So many F-bombs today. Holy shit. (laughs) All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for last call. And um, we're actually in memoriam today. Last night, uh, rapper and mogul and overall good guy and giver back, giving guy give back to me, Nipsey Hussle, was gunned down in front of his own fucking store last night. And honestly, well known as one of the one of the few good, like one of the good good guys of rap music, amazing artist, great talent. And when I mean good good guys, I mean like the guy like did, did nothing but good for his community from start to finish and I really am sad and my, my, my best friend Chris Pittman I'm going to give him a shout out today talked about the needless violence of this and he was completely right and there he has so many sports games the guy was at the Elite 8 48 hours ago the guy is a huge Laker fan and shout out to the LA Clippers for doing a tribute to him at their game today or it might be yes. It might. I think it was today, actually. I'm sorry, but it's just needless violence, and it's just one of the young 
up-and-coming rappers and of course he's got a kid and a wife and thoughts and prayers go out to them he's very close with one of me and mark's favorite players deshaun jackson they're both from crenshaw boulevard one of the nastiest neighbors in compton areas of compton california and i am just bonus i've been listening to his music all day and it's it's amazing and the fact that i didn't really know that much about him until he died is a, is a sin because he's a very talented artist and needless violence like this I don't care where you stand on gun violence, gun rights, politics, whatever, but needless violence like this should not happen. And our thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Nipsey Hussle, his friends, his co-workers, wherever they are. And uh, sorry to end on a sad note, but uh, that's pretty much what I got. Check me out. I will be uh, joining, I believe, the O Show, t- or 50-50 book. I can't remember. I think it's the O Show. The O Show. It's the O Show. With our boy Jack O'Hara. Um, also, for once again, follow our freaking Instagram page with my ass. Finally launched after two weeks of talking about it. Corner Booth Pod, of course, follow Twitter. Check yeah, your boys out. Well, yeah, double mean the Instagram though. It's corner underscore po- uh, uh, booth underscore pod. If you just pod. corner booth pod, like search corner booth pod, like three individual words pops up. So, but, yeah, follow us. Comment our stuff. Let us know what you think. Also. If y'all want us to talk about something on our, uh, hit us on Instagram. We actually respond a lot faster on Instagram than we will on Twitter. So check that out as well. So, but I got anything, you got anything else, Mark? Nope, I'm good. Alrighty, so I am Jared, that's Mark. Twitters are going to be in the exit intro. By the way, kick, that smooth jazz has been kicking since I started. But, um, yeah, we'll see you guys on Thursday. This episode of The Corner Booth has been brought to you by Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Follow your host on Twitter at Belly Up Jared and at Mark Riley.